Hey, what's up everybody? This is Genevieve Brown uh, coming to you today, uh, June 18th, 2020. This is my very first podcast and I'm so excited. Um, It's like I can't even believe I'm doing this, really. It's amazing. Um, I'll tell you the things that you can do if you just put your mind to it and just kind of make up your mind. But um, I am uh, at the beginning of another journey. Um, and I'm so excited about it. Just um, starting finally uh, <laughs> my own business online. Um, and um, I just thought I would kind of document this journey and, you know, share it with people, with those of you who may be contemplating, you know, starting your own business or, you know, you really want to do it, but you don't think you can um, or you think it's just a ridiculous amount of work. Uh, and it is work, you know, and everything we do is work. It's not, it's not you know, I, I spend some time doing this, but it, it's so much, it's been amazing. And I'm at, again, I'm at the very beginning of this journey. And so far, this has been amazing. Um, I just wanted to kind of to share with you guys, kind of, you know, just getting started and just kind of share the, you know, document the journey along the way and, and hopefully encourage those of you who are even thinking about it um, to just jump in. And those of you who uh, aren't thinking about it, maybe just get you thinking a little bit differently. Um, You know, we live this life one time and we, it is what we make it. That's the truth. So I was, um, you know, thinking about, again, my first podcast, thinking about, you know, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to say? You know, how's that going to work? And you get the little nervousness and all that, that that comes along with doing something new and different. And um, I started thinking about like, wow, I'm actually, you know, here you, you're doing a podcast. Like that's, kind of freaking me out a little bit right um but it just got me to thinking you know back to the things I've done throughout my life and kind of how I got here and you know just kind of wanted to share a little bit of that like I go back to uh my first job out of college and I worked I worked that job I was there it was a nonprofit organization um great place to work I loved it social services and I was there for almost 20 years and the time I was there, it was amazing. I learned so much. I, you know, met so many people and just, uh, I, I, I think about it as the, as the place where I grew up professionally. Right. Um, and I remember, um, the circumstances surrounding when I left there, uh, it was a rough period of time because they were, the agency was changing. It was evolving. The leadership was shifting and, and it really wasn't, you know, it wasn't really going in the same direction that it was when I signed on. And I know that change is a constant and you know things are constantly moving along and 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 I get all of that um but the leadership was kind of not going uh where I thought we'd be going not going where we talked about going um I guess what it came down to was you know the things that they talked about doing and the things that I was like okay yeah I like that I'm I'm, I'm on board um I think the path that they were taking to get there I just wasn't on board with and it was hard and it was it was already a very difficult position you know at the time I was a director um it was already a very hard time and just a lot of work um a lot of hours like I, I spent a lot of time on my job that's all I did was work that's all I did was work um I had I mean I'd work I'd be in the office on two or three Saturdays a month uh, in the office until pff, easily 7 30 8 o'clock at night a lot of times 8 30 or 9 easily um and um that was tough because you know you have to have balance in your life you can't just it can't just be 
all work. It, it, listen, it can't be all work any more than it can be all play, right? You, you can't be on either side of that all the way on the other end because you got to get in the middle somewhere. You have to, you have to have some of both, you know, you have to enjoy yourself, but you do have to work, but you have to work, but you have to enjoy yourself. And I was too tired, you know, and to, to even enjoy myself. I mean, I might have the thought of doing something on the weekend, but the weekend would come and it was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I was irritable. I was cranky. And, and the thing is people, if you asked people in my life, like if you were to say to them, uh, you know, oh, how's Genevieve? She, you know, how's she doing? They would say, oh, she's good. She's, yeah, she's still there. Still working there. Been there forever. She's doing good. And they didn't know like what was going on for me on the inside. Like I, I did not like going to work. I, I, I just, it was so hard to go in there. You know, one, because of the, just the challenges of the job. Now I am no stranger to hard work. I am definitely a hard worker. And as I've gone along this, this road called life, I've learned how to do things smarter in a lot of ways, but I still am a person who I, I can dig my heels in and get it done. I have no problem with that. I've, that's who I am. Um, but this was like a different kind of frustration. This was, I mean, I was on edge. We, we had uh, cell phones where we had to be on call 24 hours hours a day seven days a week now that's like that's no off time even when you're off yeah you're off but if the phone rings the expectation was you answered it didn't matter where you were what you were doing I mean there were times when I had so I don't have any biological children but I have two boys um that I that I raised for a, a number of years and I remember having to get them out of bed two two thirty in the morning to take them to go and find, or I'm sorry, not find, but to go and and uh, get a child that was kind of spitting out of their placement and put them in another home. And and that stuff happened. And, or even, you know, you've got kids who need homes and you're sitting in the office, it's 1130, 30 at night, and you're sitting there with them. You've had to feed them and do all the things you would do with your kids until you could identify a, a caregiver that could, that could, you know, would get home or that could, would agree and had the room and space to take them. Um, not, not complaining about that, that aspect, you know, finding good places for our kids is important, but the way that it had to be done and the toll that it was taking on me was just ridiculous. And I mean, every time my, every time the phone rang, my heart would just like, just start racing in my chest because you knew, right. I just knew that on the other side of that line was this just disastrous situation uh, that I would have to figure out. And, 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 you know, that's what it always was. It was never a, Hey, just call on to see how you got. No, it was always, okay. We have these kids or okay. Here's a problem or okay. That's happened. It was always something. Um, and it's funny because so just real fast after when I was no longer working there, after I left there, um, it took me about six months. I had my own cell phone. I would intentionally not answer it just so I could stop reacting, like stop reacting physically, stop having a physical response to my cell phone ringing. So I just wouldn't answer it because I, because I could right now I was in a situation where I could not answer the phone. I didn't have to answer it. So I forced myself to not answer the phone until my body like stopped responding physically to the cell phone ring. It was ridiculous. But, um, so I'm on this job and it, it, it was too much. It became too much. Um, and I just, I couldn't deal with it. I was frustrated, angry, you know, stressed and hypertensive. My doctor, you got high blood pressure. Well, you know, I don't know why doctor. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not blaming it all on the job, but I know the job didn't help. Um, it was just, it was too much. Um, and I had a house at the time. Listen, I had a house, 
had a car, meaning I had a uh, mortgage, had car notes, other bills, and I just, I couldn't take anymore. I resigned. Um, I was, you know, after almost 20 years, I was just like, I'm done. And listen, I didn't have a job identified. I did not know what I was going to do. I did have a real estate license that I had acquired a couple years before I resigned that I had never used. Um, and I'm like, well, you know, I might as well try and figure this out because I can't keep doing this. It was it was just like it wasn't healthy. And that was the thing for me. It was like my 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 emotional health and mental health was more important than stuff. You know, it, it, that's how I was looking at it. I, I, you know, it's like I was like, listen. You know, God's got me. He'll He'll take care of me because I can't I can't do this. Um, and again, my you know, my friends and family, you know, they tell you, oh, she's fine. But I was like, I was scared. I was scared. I was concerned. I had a mortgage again. I had a car note. Um, without that job, I didn't have money to pay my my mortgage and my car note. Um, so I, I started working on that real estate stuff real fast, trying to figure it out. Um, so that I could help somebody buy or sell some property so I could pay some bills. Um, and, you know, uh, it, I, I started figuring that out. And so I was able to do some deals because I didn't work. I didn't uh, get a regular job for like a year because during that time, I'm just like, what? Like, he, here, so let me let me just say this, too. So when I left that job, right, almost 20 years, I'm looking at my 401k and I'm, I kid you not, I didn't have three years salary and I made decent money. Right. But I didn't have three years worth of salary in my 401k. So I'm like, well, so so basically, if I were retiring right now, I could live my current lifestyle for three years. And that was like startling to me. That was just like an eye opener. Like, wait, what? Now, I just did almost 20 years and I don't have three years of salary in my 401k. Right. So this is not this is not the answer. What, what I was taught, go to school because I have had an undergrad degree, had a master's degree, get a good, you know, work for a good company, get your pension, whatever. That stuff didn't work. I'm looking at my numbers and I'm saying if this is the situation, I'm going to have to work the rest of my life. Right. If I want to maintain my current lifestyle and trust me, it's not like I was balling out. Like I wasn't great big house single. I had a row home. Right. Uh, normal car, like nothing extravagant about my life. Anybody who knows you gets to tell you that that's, that's no, no, that's not just me. She's not flashy. That's just not me. Right. Everything I did was pretty much sensible. But I'm looking at this like I can't even live sensibly for more than three years if I were retiring right now. And I was not about to go back and do what I did for 20, another 20 years to have the same results. No. So I started, you know, I was like, Lord, listen, I know you're there. I know you love me. I know you got me. And somehow I know you'll get me through this, but I need you to show me like, what are people doing? There are people in this world who are, they're making a lot of money. And, you know, with making a lot of money, they're able to, to not just live the lives they want, but help other people. And I've always been a person who's I've, I've, I always love to give and and to help others. And I've always been in a position to do so. But now I'm not working. And I, I refer to this time as like my my um, um, financial desert because it was just like a year of what? Like, seriously, like, what the heck is this? What the heck did you do? And many times I'm like, Genevieve, who does that? Who? Who resigned from their job? Like, it's one thing to be fired. You weren't even fired. You willingly resigned from a job making decent money, right? And now you're in a situation where you're, you're struggling to pay your mortgage payments, you know, your car note, everything. Was, like, I, I did nothing that I, that was extra. 
down to getting gas. I mean, I wouldn't even fill my tank up. It was like payday was like half a tank because that'll get me t- until next payday so that I can get a half tank again just to get me back and forth to work. It was ridiculous. So I'm, I'm looking at like, all right, this house, I can't keep keep this up because it's, it's too much, right? Um, again, I made the real estate work a little bit. Um, uh, that was, but that was like, that was tougher than, than what I thought, tougher than, you know, how it was explained, but I was, I was making it work. I was getting a deal here and there. Um, and now I'm looking for work again because I'm like, I can't like, this is crazy. Um, but then I couldn't even find a job making what I was making in the position that I left. Right. I, I couldn't find a job in that salary range. Um, and I was not going back to school like I, that was just out because bad enough. I had debt, no money, no job. And now I'm in debt. Well, not now I was in debt, but now that you're not working, the debt is like, hey, remember me, the debt you accrued? And it was just like so I just started started searching, really. I started searching, trying to figure out what are people doing. And a good friend of mine, actually my best friend, um, because she knew she and her husband, um, they knew, they know that I'm like, I've always been business minded. I've always wanted to, you know, to, to have my own business and to go into business. I just didn't know what to do or how to do it. Um, and so the real estate was like the first thing that I was doing. That was just kind of me. Um, but even in that, like you're paying your broker. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm out here hustling to, to buy and sell these homes with people and you're taking like 48, 49% of my commission. Are you kidding me? Like what in the world? What kind of job is this where you got to give half your pay to your boss? I wasn't used to that. So that was, that was challenging. Um, and I knew that that, you know, I'm like, listen, I can't, I can't stay here. Um, and so I just started looking at like my situation, like saying, okay, something has to change. And, and I just had to come to the realization that I was going to be able to stay in my home. Right. It's like, I'm not going to be able to do that. Uh, and I'm going to have to get a job and work for someone else, which my problem with that wasn't, it wasn't just that I don't want to work for anybody, but it was like looking at all the work, all the years that I put in and I really had nothing to show for it. And I did not want to repeat that. That didn't make sense to me. Right. That didn't make sense to me. And so I'm like, but I'm going to, I have to, cause I, I have to be able to make ends meet. So I did find another job, um, <laughs> making like half the salary, uh, that I was making previously, but you know, what was I going to do? So I, I had that job and here, here, here's the thing that was the most positive in all of this as aside from just really kind of reconnecting in my faith in a way that I never had before. Um, but even though I was scared, even though I, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I you know, I was nervous and embarrassed about the thought of not being able to stay in my house. And, you know, I couldn't find a job making what I was making uh, at my previous job. I, and though I had a master's degree, right. Um, it, and all of that, I had this piece that I didn't have on my job. Like I, I wasn't, you know, I was no longer anxious. I wasn't irritable. I wasn't angry or frustrated. Now I was scared and nervous and, you know, like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be afraid because I know you got me, but, but that it was a different kind of concern. And that was a different kind of, you know, fear. It wasn't like the fear of, you know, stroking out from hypertension because I was just always on edge. Um, or every time, like I said, the, the phone would ring and my heart would just start racing in my chest because I already knew that there was nothing good on the other side of that line. Uh, it was so that was like that was that's probably like one of the things that that I that reminds me every time my my mind says, 
you know, you left and you shouldn't have left. And I'm reminded that, yeah, you, you should have because, because if for nothing more than just to get my sanity, to maintain my sanity rather, and to maintain, you know, my health and to be able to, to keep my emotions intact and, 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 and still be a productive member of society. Yeah. I needed to go. Um, you know, um, but when I, so, so when I get this job and I'm, and I'm back in the workforce, I still got the real estate thing going on the side. Cause listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make money. Cause I, I recognize that what, how I've been doing things isn't working. I mean, it's not working. It's, you know, it's, it's that American dream thing, get the house. That's all fine and well, but I just wish I had done things in different order. And I didn't, I did what a lot of folks do. I mortgaged the home and, you know, le- uh, not least, but, but finance the car and you know it's funny because it's it's so funny how you really you know you really have to be sure that whatever business you're going to go in that you believe wholeheartedly in every aspect of it there can't be anything in that business I, this is my opinion that you don't really vibe with it you don't really you're not really feeling it you're just kind of like oh i mean i can make that work no you're either in or out and i and i say this because one of the challenges i had as a real estate agent was, you know, like the first few deals, listen, I, I had, I had no money, so I had to make something happen. Um, but as I was dealing with the fear of, of not being able to stay, like losing my own home, right. Um, because I left the job that was just like really sucking the life out of me. And, and, but I signed up for this 30 year mortgage. So it was kind of like, man, I, you know, it it was, you leave this job, how are you paying your mortgage? So all of that was playing, you know, for me personally, as I'm working with somebody and they're going to mortgage a house for, you know, take 30 years to pay this mortgage. That was hard because all I could think of was what if something happens? And in my case, I resigned, right? And, and, And thank God it wasn't anything different. It was me resigning, but it could have been a firing it could have been the business closed down it could have been a a, a layoff a furlough it could have been uh sickness you know a death anything it could have been anything that caused me to no longer be able to work there and so that was really that that was kind of playing over in my head every time I would work with a client who was trying to get a mortgage and I'm like in my head you don't want to do this and then because I was searching trying to find a business trying to find something that I could do so that I could live life on my own terms you know I'm, I'm learning about real estate investing and um like this guy I, I'm trying to think of his name oh his name escapes me he has um Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I had it in my head. Anyway, he had this system on debt reduction, getting out of debt, and you know, uh, and which which I was totally into because my credit sucked. I had no money, like just wasn't not a good look. You know what I'm saying? So I'm all in. I'm listening. I'm I got this program. I'm paying attention. I'm working through the program, and he starts talking about a mortgage, right? Because he's he's anti debt. So he starts saying that mortgage is like derived from two Latin words. I think it was mort meaning death and gaga meaning grip and i was like what like because that's exactly what i was feeling that i had signed up for this death grip and and so it's like all right well you signed up for it so what is gonna happen if you can't stay in this home and man i was just like that was hard that 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 yeah big that situation i don't wish that on anybody now I had again I had a job now so I wasn't worried about not having a place to live thank God 
but I was worried about not having my home to live in, having to leave my home. Like, it's like, what are you going to say to your family? What are you going to say to your friends? They're going to think you're a failure, a failure. They're going to think you're a loser. Like all those thoughts, all that stuff. And finally, I was like, you know what, as I, as I begin to, to look and, and I'm looking through businesses. And so now I'm kind of following you know, different, um, you know, individuals who are, you know, starting their own businesses and trying to teach others different gurus. And I'm, I'm really coming, becoming acquainted with this world. And um, I'm learning a lot about myself, you know, about things that I never really learned about, except how they were modeled and kind of how I implemented them. But I mean, it's kind of like I was in school all over again, but it was like, real life financial school you know I learned about credit I learned about debt I learned about you know finances and the importance of saving money and uh savings and 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 uh retirement all that stuff I I I was looking at it from a totally different perspective because now I was in that situation I was a person that was like wait what am I gonna do and so as I was educating myself I was like you know what forget this house forget forget all this stuff because I would rather just start all over and do things the right way than then stay in this place of like every day like I'm seriously coming home like looking to see is there, is there an orange sign on my door or you know trying to figure out what's happening like if I it, it was crazy it was crazy it was crazy so when I came to that conclusion I was it was like it was so freeing because then it was like I freed myself up to live I freed myself up from the stuff that really didn't even have any bearings right and I was able to just go on my life and so um I I just I just accepted wholeheartedly that I wouldn't be able to stay in my home and I was like you know what it's okay (laughs) right um I had to again I had to take that job make it half the money and I was like you know what that's okay too right um I had the real estate license that was hard because of the whole debt thing but I learned so much about real estate investing it's like you know what I think I can do this and if I do the investing piece I'm not helping anybody sign up for the mortgage I can probably work through this and I was excited so I learned everything I could about real estate investing i joined the local real estate investment associations going to those meetings every month um i was reading everything i could on wholesaling properties went to webinars seminars boot camps read books all kinds of things Uh, and that was it i was gonna i was gonna do wholesale that was going to be my business that allowed me to escape the rat race escape the nine to five and just kind of set things up for myself my own term for myself for my family for my loved ones be able to help people because that's always been important to me um and it was cool until i realized this is way more work than they told you and the and the biggest part for me again no stranger to hard work so i went to it i started getting the signs the i had the yellow signs post and, and all that stuff and 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 then I, you know what i did a lot of stuff that really had nothing to do with, with actually being successful too i mean i had business cards and all that dumb stuff that didn't really matter at the end of the day but I could not tell someone I'm going to buy your home in 30 days and I didn't have any cash to buy their home. And the, and the gurus were like, oh, no, you can just, it's okay. You get a buyer's list and then you reach out to your buyer's list and you just say, hey, I got this cool property. They come check it out. The buyer's list, you know, the house is worth 100000 but you can get it for seventy, but you sell it to them for eighty because it only needs $10,000 worth of work. And then you keep the ten. Like, it was just like, it was so nice and neat when they presented it. But, and 
like even it, it was it, it wasn't that that nice and neat wasn't that easy and I know it's possible because people were doing it and I know people personally who do it but I just I couldn't do that so that didn't work but I didn't stop I did not stop with self-improvement I didn't stop with with changing my mindset you know realizing that I could do the things I wanted to do that I was more than the job that I walked away from I was more than the job that I was making half of my previous pay like I was more than that I had more ideas I had more dreams I had desires like I had goals that I wanted to achieve and I wanted to again I wanted to help people because I just believe that that's how we make this place a better place for everybody to live in if we're all helping each other like right now looking at this stuff with COVID-19 is crazy and there's so many people who are hurting and who are in lack and you know I just want to help people I want to help them however I can so that's been important to me so it's like okay I, I gotta figure this out and so I just you know I kept working I kept learning um just wouldn't stop just kept on and then um you know things started turning around <laughs> right it, it, funny things like I, I started going to fill my tank up and I would like fill my tank up like whoa you ever do you ever get to that place where you just are so used to not having any money that when you have something extra you're looking around like did I not pay something you're trying to figure out like what the heck I, oh, I must have missed the bill because why do I have extra money in my account that's how it was every time there was something left over it was like whoa I'm double checking and triple checking I want to make sure I didn't miss anything um you know um because what happened was a friend of mine um, called me up. He's like, hey, I just got this uh, job at this new place. Um, and I'm over this department now. I need some good folk up in here. This is back in social services. But, you know, that's where I, where I grew up, where I came from. I'm good at it. And so got a phone call, went. And just like that, my salary increased um, not quite 10000 about $8,000 increase. But that was like, that felt like $80,000 at that time. So that was wonderful that's and that's when you know things started to turn around where it was like I'm, I'd start to have you know some extra money in my account after my bills were paid and it was like you know I'm double checking the math and I'm crossing my teeth and down my eyes and adding and subtracting and multiplying all over again just to make sure that I didn't miss anything because it was crazy and I'm like wait let me see if I can fill my tank up so I'm filling my tank up um and that stuff was happening now I was doing some things differently now I had learned some things about finances I learned things about debt and credit and and you know I was I was paying everything I was trying to get rid of debt but I was still I was still in a, in a, in a you know kind of hairy spot um but I started getting promotions on my job you know uh, and that was helpful because now my salary was increasing and and I'm like all right so I was coming you know <laughs> further and further out of that desert I was seeing some greenery and finally getting to a place where there was water and you know and, and, and trees and 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 food and everything um and it was just it was getting back to to not being in lack you know it was just it was amazing but I was back differently because I wasn't the same person that went into that desert the person that came out wasn't the same person right I learned so much about myself and about things that really we should I, I should have already known you know and I didn't but I'm glad I, that I learned I finally learned them and um that that's kind of how I got to where I am now because I never stopped looking right for that thing that I could do um that was gonna allow me to to be in control right it wasn't it's not even like my goal was like you know I want to be a, a bajillionaire I just I just wanted to be in control of my finances I just wanted to be in a place where if anything happened and my job was to close tomorrow I want to be at a place where I have 
something set up where I've got money coming in um, and, and I don't have to be concerned about, you know, paying bills or expenses. I don't have to be concerned about, you know, my lifestyle changing drastically because now I don't have the salary again. I was there already. I'm not doing that again. Um, and when I think about, you know, logically, why would you do that? Knowing what I know now, I'm so glad that I did because I don't think I would have learned the lessons that I learned. I don't think I would have learned the values. I don't think I would have educated myself and, and, and gotten got so informed on things um, in the way that I did if I wasn't in that situation. And sometimes, you know, in life, that's what happens. Things come up and it doesn't matter how much we tell somebody how to get through something. Certain things you got to go through yourself because that's how you that's how you get the best lesson out of it right it's kind of like you know the analogy of like i don't know how to make wine but i know they press it right and you, you press it press it press it or, or gold right uh, or i'm not i'm sorry not yeah gold right smelt the gold the fire the extraordinary heat on the gold or the diamonds like in the like it, it, you have to like add pressure and you have to to there has to be some some i guess some pain and some discomfort in growing coming out of out of habits that may not be helpful you know coming out of uh, uh my a mindset that that holds you back and that that tells you you're less than or you can't do or that kind of success is only for other people but it's not for people like you people you know but it is it's for anybody one of the things that i've learned you know even coming down this journey is like it is for everybody anybody who wants to be successful in a particular way be it financial and, and, and for me it's not all about finances but finances are definitely a part of the success equation the success equation for me right like it's kind of like how can i help you if i don't have any money just like that so if, if, if i a part of for me a part of being successful is being able to help somebody in more ways than just praying for them and don't get me wrong i'm all about praying for people but somebody's hungry i don't want to say god bless you i want to be able to give them some money or give them some food or something like i want to meet that need so i can't do it.